What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteNext.com. So today I want to help you guys out there to fix a saggy chest. And because I know that this is something that men are very, very uh, self-conscious about. It doesn't look good. So we're talking about these types of things. Does it look like this, right? Or maybe like this, or even like this. All right, these are all variations of a chest that doesn't look good that's caused primarily by three things. So what I want to do is I'm going to fix this, these three things, in four steps. Go figure. It's athlete next, right? So what I want to do, though, is lay it all out for you. And what we do is we have to address number one, your posture. It's this part that people overlook all the time, but it actually contributes and exacerbates the problem when, when it's there. Second thing, we got to talk about your nutrition. That's going to have a large role in why it's looking as saggy as it does. We'll talk about that in, in, in just a little bit. And then lastly, your training. What are you particularly doing with your training to try to address this? Because if you're not doing anything in particular to specifically focus on this, then you're not going to really get to the root of the problem. So I want to fix that for you as well. And of course, as I said, that fourth step, I'm going to put it all together. I don't want to leave you hanging. I want to show you guys exactly what you could do to have an exact game plan for getting rid of this once and for all, because it is fixable. I will say this. It's probably more fixable than the guy who's trying to build, the real hard gainer who's trying to build a chest from nothing but a rib cage and a little bit of skin over the top. You've actually got the building blocks for something here. We just got to carve it out and make it look a lot better. All right, so let's start right off the bat though here, talking about that posture. All right, so if we're going to fix things permanently, guys, then you got to start with the body you're working in. And I will say this, you're your own worst enemy. Why? Because your posture sucks, likely. And it's contributing to your saggy chest in two ways. Number one, the obvious way. When you assume this posture, everything looks more saggy. Not just your chest, but you can see this thing play out right here live. You can see that if a chest is up with good posture, prominent, shoulders back, it has a different appearance, a better appearance than it does when it does this. Which means when you allow those shoulders to round, when you allow the upper thoracic spine to round, and this is pretty damn common. So if you want it to look better, you have to fix this long term. But I mentioned another side of it. Not just the obvious, the other thing is that this actually is impairing your training. When we get to the part where we actually try to affect what's going on here with the right exercises, if you can't perform them the right way because your posture is not allowing you to, then how much are you really getting out of it? So we have to fix it. So what we want to do is we want to identify the things that are tight, we want to mobilize the things that we're not mobilizing, and we want to make sure that we address the weaknesses that come from having this posture for so long. So what we want to do is get after that pec minor. Not the pec major, the pec minor. Just as important, probably more important, to the overall structure and the appearance of your chest because of what it can do insidiously under, under the skin behind the scenes. We gotta stretch it, guys. I've done a whole video on how to do this step by step. I'm gonna link it in the description below if you wanna see how to do it, but you can see me actually stretching out the pec minor here the right way. I'm not doing this. This is not how you wanna stretch your pec major or your pec minor. You don't wanna do that to stretch. You're only gonna wind up hurting your shoulder. You do it the way I was showing you here. Next, you got to mobilize that thoracic spine. We got to get more extension. And we can do that with just a foam roller, working in just a two to three inch range of the upper back and making sure that we mobilize until we're able to get those shoulders and that back extended back this way. All right, but then we have to address those weaknesses as well. And the weaknesses come in the form of a weak rotator cuff, weak lower traps, weak upper back muscles, all of them because of this chronic stretch that we place on them by being in this position. So we have a lot of options here, whether it be a band pull apart, whether it be something more directly for the rotator cuff, like this external rotation, or even my favorite, the face pull. And as I said, guys, this is all going to add up and impact your training because when this is tight, 
This gets in front of you. This is allowing your shoulder to dominate the motion and taking the chest out of it. And if you don't believe me, just try this quick little test. Get yourself in a good posture, the best you can, given the circumstances right now, and tighten your arm to your side and feel the chest. You should feel some pretty good tension. When you squeeze your arm to your side, you should feel some pretty good tension here as you try to flex your chest. Now, doing nothing else, just let your shoulders round and your back round as well. And you'll feel that not only will your hand disappear backwards, but what was once more firm here under your fingers has now become a lot softer. Your ability to generate tension there is lost as soon as the shoulder starts to dominate or become more prominent from that chest. We have to fix that posture if we want to maintain the right tension in the chest to get the, the, the gains that we want from it in our exercises and more importantly to establish the, the look to our chest that we're after in the first place. Alright, now we move on to nutrition, which is definitely one of the bigger areas and causes of why your chest is going to sag, because as you accumulate body fat by eating poorly, it's just going to make this situation worse. There is a situation, however, where maybe it's more due to an underdeveloped chest than maybe excess of body fat, and we can actually tell where we are in that, and it's simply by objectively looking in the mirror. And I like to call it the upper ab test. You should be able to see at least the upper two abs here, the ones closest to your chest, if you're at lower than, say, 15% body fat. If you can't see those guys, then you know you're higher than that, and I can guarantee you that body fat levels are definitely part of the problem here, causing the appearance of that sagging chest, because men tend to accumulate fat on their chest. So we can do something about it if we follow the right nutrition plan. What we need to do, as I've demonstrated here before, is you gotta be consistent, and you have to have a strategy. And this is so easy to do, I wanted to recover it again in this video. Right, you take your plate, whatever it is that you're getting ready to eat, and you look down at it, and all I want you to do is just think of a clock. All right? I want you to think of 9 o'clock, right? 9 o'clock here, and then I want you to think of 9.20. And that takes care of everything you need to do, because what you do is you take the largest portion here, and that's going to be your fibrous carbohydrates, right? your vegetables. And then you take the second largest piece here, and that's your protein. And then you take your smallest piece here, and that's your starchy carbohydrates, because we do eat carbohydrates here. I recommend that you eat carbohydrates. They're good fuel for your body, they're good fuel for your muscles. You do not need to avoid them, but you need to kind of eat them responsibly. And we've done that by dividing this plate like that. You simply occupy those portions of your plate, doubling, pretty much more than doubling the amount of starchy carbohydrates to fibrous carbohydrates. And it acts as a very easy mechanism to control the amount of food that you're eating and make sure that you're eating the right amounts of what you're eating. Now, I put together a whole list, as I did in that video, for you guys on our website. I'll link it down below, athletenext.com carbs, to help you better select your options when it comes to this, because this is definitely where guys will get tripped up. But I'll tell you, if you focus on nutrition, it's going to make a huge impact on what you do. Yes, the things I'm going to show you here in training are going to be very important, but those things can be fixed in a single session. This is going to require a lot more dedication, but it's no less important to the overall picture. If you want to fix your sagging chest, guys, you got to have a strategy. You got to do something about your nutrition once and for all. All right, guys, last but not least, we got to talk about training. And obviously, things are serious because not only is the shirt now off, but the muscle markers are out too because we do what we always do here. We have to put the science back in strength. And to do that, we need a little bit of an anatomy recap. So when we're talking about the chest here, we have a couple areas. We have this upper chest portion that we know runs down from the clavicle. You can literally see the fibers running down in this direction. We talk about the importance of following the fibers. right? We'll also know that the sternal portion of the pec runs from the sternum and the fibers run in this direction. But look what happens as we get towards the bottom. As we get towards the bottom here, I'm just going to use green just to kind of call it out a little bit more. You can see 
in this, what we call the abdominal head, the fibers run in this direction. They're all the way down the bottom and they're running up towards the arm, right? In that direction. So from here to here. Well, if we're going to follow the fibers, what we're talking about is exercises that take us from this position here down here, right? Following in this direction. Whereas the upper chest, we know we would go in the opposite direction from low and away to up and across. Here we got to go from here to here, which is why we know certain exercises do a better job of this. I actually covered a lot of them in a previous video that you're going to want to check out. If you want to see how to do them all in depth, you will be able to do that. But this is them right here, guys. We're talking about the dip plus. Again, we, we recognize the same position I was just demonstrating to you is apparent in this exercise. The straight bar dip. The same thing here, guys. We're getting over the top of this. And you can see again that the arms, the travel of the arms, are still going in this up and out position to down in front of our body. Thirdly, we have the jackhammer pushdown. This is not just a poorly performed tricep pushdown. This is actually allowing the arms to do once again what we talk about and getting from this higher position to a down and across position. The next one is the LC press. Again, what we're doing here is we're taking a press, but we're not going just straight out in front of our body. We're going from a higher position, underhand, down and across our body into internal rotation, another component motion of the pecs, especially the lower pecs in that position. Then we go into something here, the kneeling X-press. We have adduction. We're crossing midline. We're getting both arms across, but what's the commonality? We're still going in the same direction. Arms from a high outside position to across our body, low. Same thing. We go here to a D2 flexion. This is actually a PNF pattern in physical therapy. We're doing the same thing. We're taking our arm from this high position, this time using a band, coming across our body and down towards the opposite hip. Then we have a bodyweight exercise, the inclined twisting push-up. What we get here is the opportunity to create some relative adduction by twisting our body as we come up, but by going in the inclined position, Look at the position of the arm once again. Relatively, our torso in relation to our arm is moving in the exact same way as it has been for all the other exercises. So we have a bodyweight way to train that lower chest. And then we have the decline cable dip. This requires a little bit more of a setup, but if you're at the gym, it's worth the effort. You're getting the opportunity to apply constant tension through the cables in the same exact motion that we've been demonstrating with all these other exercises. So there's a lot of options, not to mention even the classic barbell bench press here in a decline position, which we know is really effective at that. And if you want to, you can even do something like this. And this is a seesaw press. Now, why is this so effective? Well, this one's actually demonstrating something that I think you should have kind of picked up on in all the other exercises. And that is we're hanging out a little bit on that quote unquote non-working arm in the bottom position. We're applying tension in that bottom position, that lower stretch position of the chest. This is where I think a lot of guys tend to rush through, especially when you have lower chest problems. You kind of either short range the rep into the top part of it, or you just never get to the bottom and hang out there. You just get there and get away from it as fast as possible. You're going to want to learn how to apply tension in that stretch position across all these exercises, but because they all follow the fibers, they're all viable options. So with that being said, guys, now we've got to kind of put it all together. What would I recommend to you from a posture standpoint, from a nutrition standpoint, from this training standpoint? I'm going to do that for your hair right now. All right, so to put it all together here, guys, here's my recommendation. Considering the fact that we all probably could use a little bit of posture work and the guys that are having this issue most definitely, make sure you do at least the thoracic extension work, the mobility with the foam roller, and also the pec minor stretch. It's only going to take you a couple minutes to do that. As far as the corrective, I want to actually turn it into more of a of a neuromuscular activator, right? Because once we mobilize and allow ourselves to feel that motion, let's reinforce it with about three sets of one of the exercises I showed you. You can see them here again. 
to reinforce that 12 high quality repetitions. Don't rush through them. Try to get good quality repetitions on every single one. Now we're talking about, we get into the training itself. If you're doing this as a standalone adjunct workout, like a chest workout to go along with your current training, then I would pick about four to five of these exercises and make sure that you're doing about three sets of each. Now, if you're doing this as part of a total body program, then I would only select about two of the exercises, still do about three sets, but use them as more accessory work that you're gonna wind up hitting probably at least twice a week because of your training split. The fact is, guys, it will also come down to your nutrition. And as I said, watch that video. It's going to be very helpful for you. You're going to find out how to easily divide that plate up. And I'm going to give you that list, as I mentioned, on our website, athletex.com carbs, to help assist you with the more difficult part of that, and that is choosing the right carbohydrates. The fact is, guys, if you're looking for something even more step-by-step, -step, that's what we do. At Athlinex, I try to lay it all out step-by-step -step so that there is no guesswork. Not just the meal plans, where we literally give you a meal plan every single day, but I think through the training, I give you the exercises I think are going to have the most impact. They're all built into our programs over at Athlinex.com. In the meantime, if you found this video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know also what I'm going to cover in another video, and I'll make sure I do that. And if you haven't already done so, guys, please click subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss a video when I put one out. All right, guys. See you soon.